and welcome along to the Click Technology Show, the show that talks about what's happening out there in the cutting edge world of technology today. I'm Hilary Johnson. Coming up on today's show, we talk with Michael Marr about Microsoft's involvement with Science Week. And later on, I'll be telling you the latest tech and games news this week. But first, we're joined by Michael in studio now to tell us a bit about what Microsoft is doing this week. Michael, you're very welcome. Hilary, thanks for having me. So, Science Week, how is Microsoft involved in Science Week this year? So this is kind of a continuation from what we did last year. We ran an event called the Inspiring Careers Program, and we took 100 students into Microsoft to show them and immerse them what it's like to work in a technology environment. So 100 people isn't a lot. We, we, we said, listen, can we make it bigger and better? So this week we're going to have 1,500 students that we're going to visit around the country. So we're going to go to places that typically don't get these type of events. So we're in Dundalk today, we're in Cavan tomorrow, we're in Port Leash on Wednesday, we're in Ennis on Thursday, and we're in Charleville and Cork on Friday. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna do three hour segments uh, with students on a cinemobile, and we're gonna immerse them in what it's like to work in a technology company. So we've got grads and we've got uh, interns, who've just kind of merged into this kind of great industry that we all work in. And they're going to tell their experiences. We're going to show people a little bit about where technology has come and the opportunity that kind of is out there, not just in Ireland, but across the globe and on the many different roles that you can get um, within the kind of technology sector. One of the big things that we want to kind of dispel as well is this myth that this is just a, a space for geeks. Um, we need lots <laughs> of different people there. So we, we need people who've got, you know, music backgrounds, art backgrounds. We need people with business. But the key thing is that each one of those, if they have a mix of technology, they're going to have a great, great career. And they could be yeah. part of this amazing uh, tech sector that we're in. That sounds that sounds brilliant. So what year, and I know it's secondary school students, is it open to all the this, this what, all age groups in the school or is it just maybe transition year students? Yeah, so we're kind of aiming it from transition year upwards, to be honest with you. Um, so the, it's we're, we're, we're hitting on 16-year-old uh, students and right the way up until leaving cert. Okay, and um, what's the Cinemobile you were talking about? So the Cinemobile is, is a Cinemobile that goes around uh, Ireland at the moment uh, from town to town. And uh, effectively, it's, uh, it, it runs short films. Um, so what we have is uh, we're taking that over. We're going to show some of the kind of short videos that we have within uh, the, the uh, interns and, and grads that we have. Uh, we're going to show them some some wow pieces on technology, what's coming with technology, and what's already out there. So it's a it's a pretty much interactive and uh, lively uh, um, session that we have for students. Wow pieces of technology. Wow pieces of technology. So go right. on. What ha what have you that's out there, and what have you that? So one of the things that we could do uh, that we really wanted to do what we did last year was we had a a, a, a drone which we were flying with our mobile phones and we were okay. showing students how you can actually program something simple like that uh, but we will show them some of the videos that we've kind of put together around some of the activities that we're doing in Microsoft Ireland some of the cool jobs that we're working on we've got people who are working in mixing decks uh, to do different sound and audio pieces on the latest game technologies we've got people who are working on the next version of Windows the next version of phone yeah. people working on cloud stuff so you'll get to experience what it's like to, to work in an environment like this and, and the whole thing is to inspire people to kind of say that's something I'd like to be part of that's yeah. that's actually I'm good at this stuff so actually there is a job for me there so students who are kind of looking to as you were saying it's kind of it's backgrounds in other things than just straight IT or computer science are the people who you're kind of you're looking at as well so 
Yeah, I think again, let's go back to that kind of uh, yeah. dispel the geek, right? So <laughs> most people will think that, you know, it's some guy sitting in a dark room coding away. And listen, <laughs> we have a few of those guys, right? But really, we've got lots of different roles. So for somebody to build a piece of code and, and an application and release that, we need people who are able to market that. We've got people who need to sell it. We've got people who need to put into different uh, channel operations as well. We've got people who may need to tie different artistic items into it as well. How do you design it, make it look really, really beautiful? How can you put some really great audio into it? How can you put great music behind it? So if you've got a passion for music and you've got a passion for uh, art and design, you've got a passion around, oh, listen, I want to get into business, put technology lens on top of that as well on any your kind of course subjects that you're going to do within university. And that's going to open up a whole lot of more kind of career options for you. And you can take all those passions with you and apply them into many different industries. And it's not just Microsoft that are looking for these jobs. We've got thousands yeah. and thousands of industries in Ireland. And again, we're in this app revolution that we're in right here today. And lots of people need artists. They need people who can do design. They need people who can actually code. And they need people as well to conceptualize, okay, well, what will sell? What will work? What will do well? in the market and how can we have all these services connected in together so it's becoming a really kind of immersive um, uh, industry right now because technology is kind of feeding into all our kind of different fabrics whether it's our clothes whether it's into the walls whether it's into the devices that we interact with whether that's TV whether that's phone whether that's desktop and that just shows you the opportunity that's growing bigger and bigger and bigger I think we have statistics that people will find out this week about where by 2015 98 billion downloads of apps will have occurred and we're really only at the start of this revolution by 2015 did you say? 2015 cool so that's just an amazing number. And when you step back from that number and understand that we're in this kind of infancy in terms of, of the mm. growth around kind of application development, it just shows you the amount of roles that people will be able to kind of tap into and actually be part of as well. So when you talk about like how it's not just your <laughs> the kind of the, the computer geeks, if you will, who are coming into it, the people who are coming from different backgrounds who you want to put a kind of a technology kind of um kind of lens over their their career and um, what they're looking to do in their career would you say like because i know that some people might think these kind of jobs where you get to design the music behind the apps or you get to design you know even things like the artwork for or whatever the more creative people who want to combine this with technology what would you say to people who think um or students even who are kind of coming out on and thinking oh but they're so niche those jobs and that there's probably already someone in Microsoft who does that or in these big kind of firms who are already doing that. And like, I'm sure the staff turnover when you get a job like that, which combines your passion alongside something which is innovation, innovative and which is, you know, paying because one of the things which I find having done this show week in, week out is that there is actually so much investment out there in the technology sector in Ireland and, and globally as well that these jobs they pay well and why wouldn't you want one of these jobs but people might be afraid that there's you know there's already they've already been filled what would you say to people like that so again i think it goes back to the opportunity that's out there right so if we're really starting to explode into this space we'll need more people to fill that 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 vacuum as well that's out there and i think if you think it's a very niche thing you think it's quite um targeted towards you know ireland for example but when you look at the actual global opportunity that's out there, we've got 30% of the world are only connected on the internet. So that shows you that we still have to reach another 70% of the 7 billion people who live on the planet. So 
We will need people with lots of skills from lots of kind of sectors in order to actually implement really immersive technology pieces. And if you look at technology today and just imagine technology today, it's kind of short-sighted. You have to think about, well, what could it be? And what could you bring to, to, to that table as well? So when, when you've got students like that, how, how could they reimagine how technology looks? If you think about a couple of years ago, we didn't even have cameras on our phones. Now everybody's yeah. got a camera on their phone, we've got video on our phone, and we use technology in very different ways. So that's the kind of key. Technology doesn't stand still. The industry doesn't stand still. So when you come out with these skills, whether it's you know aligned to your passions or just pure technology, technology is going to move on. And that's the great thing about this industry. It's new, it's fast-paced, there's a lot of changes coming on board, and you move along with those changes as well. Brilliant. Michael, I'm just going to come back to you now in another few minutes. We're just going to turn to tech news and find out what is happening in the world today. So on the tech news front this week, Obama, after his victory in being re-elected as president of the United States, secured a second um, victory, well, kind of, in the land of the Internet as the Obama celebration photo of himself and his wife, Michelle, hugging each other joyfully on the morning after his victory. I don't know if anybody, any of you guys saw this. I'm sure you did because it was all over the Internet. It's become the most most liked Facebook photo of all time. Early on Wednesday morning, he posted the photo and within an hour and a half, it, rece it had received over three million thumbs up. He also won the title of most popular tweet ever also, which which was the same photo with the same words. Um, he just had the words four more years underneath it. Um, so congrats, Obama. Well done on your triple victory there. Twitter has suffered a widespread security breach that has prevented some users from accessing their accounts. I don't know if anybody if anybody out there has been affected by this. I know that we actually were in click, click online underscore is our Twitter handle and we had our passwords reset during the week and users of comprom other compromised accounts were emailed by Twitter on Friday morning as were we asking them to change their passwords um, so the Twitter sphere has been a flutter with many users reporting of receipt of this email and having password problems including high profile users such as British actor David Mitchell Wall Street Journal social media director Liz Heron and the other technology news site TechCrunch now the hack seems to have affected people to different degrees David Mitchell reported that one of his tweets had mysteriously disappeared while other people have mentioned that they were, they were warning uh, users not to open spam tweets and they that had appeared on their accounts. Now, I don't know if anybody has been kind of following this, but there's a project going on down in Ethiopia at the moment where they delivered 2.4 million EXO laptops to children in the developing world. And rather than give out laptops, they're actually their Motorola Zoom laptops with solar chargers running custom software. Rather than give these laptops to, um, to kids in schools or teachers, the OLPC project decided to try something completely different. It delivered some boxes of tablets to two villages in Ethiopia, taped shut with no instructions whatsoever. It just said, hey kids, here's the, this box. You can open it if you want. See ya. Now, at MIT, them, they, they, they've done the report, they've kind of studied this now over the last while, and what they said was they left the boxes in the village closed, taped shut, no instruction, no human being, and they thought the kids will play with the boxes. Within four minutes, one kid not only opened the box, but found the on-off switch. He'd never seen an on-off switch. He powered it up. Within five days, they were using 47 apps per child per day. Within two weeks, they were singing ABC songs in English in the village, and within five months, they had hacked Android some some idiot in their organisation apparently, and or in the the media lab had just or they 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 disabled the camera, and the children actually figured out that it had a camera, and they hacked Android and got it working again. 
Um, in other news, Microsoft is building its own 7-inch gaming tablet. Multiple sources that have said that initial hardware planning for an Xbox Surface is underway. Specifications for the Xbox Surface 7-inch tablet computing device is looking pretty good. Um, and then finally, NASA are going to deploy a water-seeking robot on the moon in 2017. They've um, decided they're going to try and ma have a manned lunar base could be next. Um, so that's the tech news for today. Um, we're going to turn it now and go to the gadget review. To, and this week I am looking at Samsung's Galaxy Note 2 and I love this phone. Now, if you guys, if anyone's a girl out there, um, you're going to have no problems with this phone at all because I'm sure you know it's got a seriously big screen. It's got a five and a half inch screen and girls won't have any trouble because it can fit into your already oversized handbags. Um, which we do kind of choose to carry our lives around in. Now, if you're a guy, my advice is buy jeans with bigger pockets because this phone is worth it. While some of Samsung Samsung's Galaxy Note range can look a little cheap once you go bigger in size, and here's looking at you, Note 10.1, um, a non-sized or non-tablet-sized big smartphones seem to get away with it with the Galaxy Note range, and not just get away with it. Phones like the S3 and Fablets, as I choose to call them, like the Note 2, look class. Aside from the fact that I now consider every iPhone I meet to be a miniature model, having used the Note 2 and its massive five and a half inch screen for the past month, it is constantly, when I whip this phone out, it's constantly being met with remarks of positive astonishment, not only for me, but everyone who I do smugly um, fit, whip it out in front of. And this little beast doesn't stop there. After people's initial remarks of like, wow, that is massive, I always find myself kind of gently leaning into them with a glint in my eye and whispering, do you want to see something cool? At which point I marvel the masses with the hella slick triple multi-screen display. Here you can not only run two apps in split screen mode, but you can also run a third video app by popping it out of the actual video and positioning it anywhere on the screen with your finger. You can pinch zoom it to make it bigger or smaller and that's all while it's still playing. I've had so much fun with that and gasps of awe generally is ensue from the masses. Five and a half inch Super AMOLED uh, 1280 by 720 touchscreen is protected by Corning Gorilla Glass on the Note 2. And thank God, because it's it like the S3, looks like it should break in half at the slightest tap. Um, you know, this is a fear that I had when I was reviewing the S3 and 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 the, the Note 2, but they're, they're very good. Thank God, because, you know, I mean, it's my extreme pleasure to be able to say that these shiny devils are not as delicate as they look at all. I can testify to having subjected them unwillingly to a few drops and back and the Note 2 remained shiny and with not a scratch to bear on it. The Samsung Galaxy Note 2 is also extremely fast, running the latest version of Android, Jelly Bean, on a 1.6 gigahertz quad-core processor. The camera on the phone is incredible too, boasting an 8 megapixel camera with LED flash and extremely helpful autofocus. I took this to Muse in the O2, um, I think it was the weekend before last, and I swear to God, when I took photos of this, when I zoomed in, I was sitting, I was sitting up um, in the seating area so we had a really good view of everything um, but when I took it was it was in low light conditions so when I took a photo of the stage and people in, in underneath me I could actually zoom in on this and I could crystal clear see people's hands in the air I could see people's hairstyles everything on it from a wide a wide 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 shot it was really really impressive now the other thing about the Galaxy Note, uh, Note 2 is the S Pen which certainly gets a mention here too because it's definitely not just a gimmick people people are kind Kind of asking the question why bother with a stylus when you can just use your finger but I have to say I actually really really enjoyed the stylus it was it's the first device where I've actually 
liked it a lot on it. Handwriting is the best I've seen yet with a stylus and text can be written super fast. Uh, once you get the hang of it, it took me, uh, well actually it didn't take me that long to kind of get the hang of it and it converted handwriting to text um, really, really well. It has uh, much improved Wacom technology from the original note. Airview also allows you to hover the S Pen over an email, S Note, S Planner, or image galleries or videos and you can preview the content. It'll fast forward um, through the content by pressing a little button on the side of the stylus and it lets you see if you've seen the video before. So all in all, the Samsung Galaxy Note 2 is a complete powerhouse with an incredible battery as well, not to mention all the neat features I think it's talked about fully in this review, like its NFC capability, it's got Smart Stay, which uses the front-facing camera to see whether you're looking at it and it stays on or switches off accordingly, and Smart Rotation as well, adjusts the display direction to your angle of sight. It's available now in titanium grey or marble white from around $349.99, and it gets, it's click recommended, it gets 5 stars from us for sure it's 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 definitely worth buy it and definitely worth filling a christmas stocking this year if you're looking for ideas now back to michael um what else have you got on i know you've got you were you were saying to me earlier you, you were at a hackathon so yeah so i'm just back from a 48 hour hackathon in turles and that was one of the locations that we ran this year it was called wow's app and wow's app was was microsoft's first uh, uh, global hackathon that happened. So we had over 16,500 people registered for the hackathon. We had that running in 120 different locations around the globe. Ireland had four. We had one in Queen's University in Belfast. We had one in, in Galway Mayo Institute of Technology uh, in Galway. Uh, we had Limerick Institute of Technology in Turles. Uh, that's a weird one. And uh, <laughs> And then we had one then running in Microsoft Dublin uh, itself. So uh, all in all, we had about 200 plus developers working the entire weekend. The one in Turles was no sleep at all. Uh, so so I've that's been why it was a weird one. All night. Well, <laughs> it's a brilliant one. So Turles is all about games. Yeah. It's, uh, they run a thing every year called the Games Slam, which we're a big supporter yeah, of as well. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And uh, again, the, the, the students in there are just super passionate about games. Yeah. There's a whole lot of startups that are there as well uh, that are kind of working in the Innovation Centre. And those guys as well came in and joined the students. So there's this great kind of eclectic mix of students and developers together kind of learning different skills and actually trying to get some games out of the weekend. So I'm glad to say that out of Tipperary we produced about nine games, wow. uh, which was actually phenomenal. Um, so some of them really, really cool. Uh, we have a little incentive for all those games now, so if they get into the store by uh, December 7th, they'll uh, all get in with a chance to win uh, the new Nokia uh, A20 from, w with the Windows A phone. So, um, and the games which these guys um, were, did the, the apps and stuff they were designing over the weekend, did they do that from scratch? Or Absol did they come with an idea or did they come with it kind of already? Kinda so this is done? the beauty of it, right? So the tools and technologies that we have out there for students to our DreamSpark program, for example, are really, you know, uh, will encourage someone to, to, to develop in a lot easier way. It, it, we've got uh, style guides that you can pull down. We've got uh, pieces of code that you can actually reuse as well to actually get you kick-started. But these guys started from scratch, and I'm actually wow. amazed at what they did. Yeah. So on the Friday night, we had pitch night, which was brilliant, right? So all the students get up and they pitch their ideas for games. Um, they get all their games together, and then what we do is we give them vouchers, right? So you say, okay, will I buy this game or not? So the top <laughs> eight games that will be bought will get built. And then what happens is we have dinner. And this is where the guys who pitched 
need to recruit, right? Okay. So we're, we're yeah. recruiting developers, we're recru- recruiting designers, we're recruiting guys who can do some sound as well. And then that team forms together. So we've got a real live startup that's happened over wow. that weekend. And then the guys go off and start building. And then throughout that time, then we try and shake them out of that space again a little bit and get them to do some quirky things. So we've got some great video shots from that weekend as well. We try to hook them up again with the students that we have in Belfast and Galway and make them you know, feel as part of a kind of bigger experience out there. So yeah. although exhausting, it's, <laughs> it's one of the kind of great things that, that, that you just love to kind of come back after a weekend like that because you get in twos because you can see great talent. You see what students can do in Ireland. And, and the fact that they, they, they are so strong in development and they can produce something that quick, it's it just amazing. mind boggles what's going to come next. And some of the guys that I worked with in other events in previous years who, who were at the technology startup were showing me their next games that they're about to release. And they are kick-ass they're brilliant that's incredible and like so where can people find you said there was a video taken where can people find out about what so if you go to channel 9 we've got a wows up uh, page up there so every day we're we're, people from around the the globe from all their events are uploading their video and their stories there Um, so that's kind of become a big kind of organic thing over the next week so uh, go to to Microsoft's channel 9 it's our kind of big kind of dev uh, website cool. that's up there. You can learn about building about apps, etc. Uh, we'll also try and drive some stuff locally into Microsoft.ie forward slash apps so people know what's happened within WoW's app. So it's been a, a great success and uh, tiring but just fantastic. Did you say, sorry, did you say this was the first year it's run or it's been running for... This is the first the year. First so year. this is what we're trying to do is effectively emulate Global Game Jam if you've ever heard of that. Okay, yeah. Uh, so so Global Game Jam for, for, for our listeners out there who don't know, it's, it's, a, it's a global jam coming together to hackathon all about games so we we were doing the same thing and it's basically you bring any idea that you want to have so we had a big anchor event happening in Finland uh, this weekend as well so we had a lot of the big tech speakers flew in to Finland uh, and and we ran uh, uh, streaming sessions out there we had a WoW's app app for Windows 8 as well which was cool Uh, so students could connect in there get all the kind of learning sessions get all the content sessions ask questions of these tech guys as well to start building their apps and and, and figure out you know some of the kind of hurdles that they get over so you get there The, the, the end result is, is not just to build an app. It's actually learn. It's going to get you started. It's going to get you on your path to, 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 to get used to the kind of Windows 8 ecosystem. Man, it sounds incredible. It's a, it just <laughs> I can just imagine students coming away from it will just fly with all the inf- run with all the information that they've been given and like we'll, we'll be creating more apps within w- before they even get to college so th- and this is the thing right so you'll have students you know who'll start releasing apps out to the store they'll start making some money they'll start supplementing their student income which is really cool yeah. as well um, but again they start building out their por- portfolio and their profile so get your game get your app into the store and you know this will be part of your basically curriculum uh, yeah. or, or sorry your, your CV uh, uh, when you go and meet an employer and say, listen, I built this, it's in the store, before you even get into an interview, you kind of say, yeah, I actually downloaded <laughs> that and I actually saw it, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And, and your interview gets targeted towards, you know, well, well, what did you do with your technology here? And I think that's the changes that we're seeing, you know, in terms of how people interact and, and how technology and technology students can can show off their wares and actually get really great jobs and, and, and get and this is why people are, are investing in Ireland is that we've got amazing students who do just amazing things. We certainly do, don't we? Um, so what's your role in Microsoft? So I have probably the best role in Microsoft. <laughs> so I get to work with students 
and I get to work with, with uh, uh, university faculty. So, and I also have this all-up role in Microsoft Ireland to do academic outreach. So that means looking at primary level right the way up to uh, third level as well. So. We run programs at second level, which is the Inspiring Careers program. We also have a transition year program that, that ties in on that. We get the uh, third level. We run things like the Imagine Cup. And again, for those who don't know Imagine Cup, Imagine Cup is the biggest technology competition in the world. Yeah, uh, I've heard of it already. Right, yeah. Ireland won it last year, uh, not last year, the year before with IT Sligo. So out of 400,000 entries across the globe, Irish students were number one. Um, so I run that. That's that's one of my favourite things as part of the job. And then we've got things like DreamSpark, where we give all our technology software away for free to students. So th they're kind of some of the things that, that, that we have in that space. And again, there's there's lots of kind of bespoke relationship pieces that we have across many organisations. We do some stuff at Coder Dojos as well, where we try and support them with, with, with free technology and tools as well. Sounds brilliant. So how can students, um, first of all, how can students who say their schools aren't on your target f map for the, the roadshow this week, how can people, how can they go along and maybe listen to what you guys have to say if, so they're, if they're not... So we don't do anything in isolation and we always do things in partnership. So Discovery Science and Engineering, the people behind the Smart Futures program, all our content is going to be published up there afterwards. We've got great content that's up there today. Uh, mm -hmm. We're going to have uh, a series of, of, of partnership pieces that we've done. So we've had an online career session with uh, DSC where we've brought people in from our cybersecurity team and people who work in the game studio to talk about what it is like to work here. And there's been interactive sessions online. Um, and we also, <laughs> for people who want to apply to our transition year program go to the careers portal.ie and that's been open since earlier on this year and uh, that's another opportunity for you to kind of get experience with microsoft and um, but again there's also other technology companies that are up there as well where it's not just our message we, there's a lot of companies here that have the same message that they want to students to say listen look at, at at the investment that's happening in ireland today look at the amount of companies that are here and listen if you try and shift your 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 choices a little bit that includes technology you can be part of this industry as well and that supports skills in Ireland that supports jobs in Ireland and that supports investment into Ireland as well ultimately brilliant and then WiseApp will be on again next year I assume fingers crossed uh, it's been an amazing success for us I hope we do it again we're going to do some more hackathons out there so for anybody who's interested in getting involved in any of our developer uh, experiences out there go to microsoft.e forward slash app we've got some of our previous sessions up there that we've done our developer events um, th that we've run in, in the Aviva this year and uh, you can get started on Windows 8, Windows Phone, Windows Azure, it's all there and our forthcoming events as well. So. Cool. Michael, thanks so much for coming in to talk to us today. It's Thank been a you. pleasure. So now we're turning to games news. So the big one this week is Call of Duty Black Ops 2. That's out tomorrow on PS3, Xbox 360 and PC. And Activision's publishing CEO, Eric Hirschberg, believes Call of Duty Black Ops 2 has the potential to be the biggest selling game of all time. Um, we reckon that could also happen as well. Um, they've actually partnered with YouTube to let Call of Duty Black Ops 2 players broadcast their games. Um, so that could be something that you can look out for in that. So best of luck if you guys are buying that tomorrow and Call of Duty Black Ops Declassified is out on the Vita tomorrow as well. Now
Now that's it for us for this week on the Click Technology Show. I hope you guys all enjoyed the show. Before I go, I have of course got a little competition for you all out there. We're giving you the chance to win Twilight Breaking Dawn goodies. As the Twilight Saga comes to an end, we've got some goodies to help you with those tearful farewells. Twilight, you may have heard, is almost over with the release of Breaking Dawn Part 2 this November. The five-year-long $2.5 billion saga will come to a close. And the final chapter sees Bella and Edward trying to settle down to their newly married life with the addition of a half vampire child called Renesme, who is growing super fast to make her relationship with Jacob a little less creepy. Um, so if you want to win some Breaking Dawn Part 2 goodies, then go to clickonline.com forward slash competitions and answer the simple question of who is not in Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 2. Is it A, Kirsten Stewart, B, Samuel L. Jackson or C, Robert Pattinson? So that's clickonline.com forward slash competitions and best of luck with it. Hope you go get your get yourselves sorry, hope you guys get yourselves those Twilight goodies. My uh, vocal cords don't seem to be working very well at the moment so you can celebrate the movie in style when it releases here on 16th of November. That's it from me. Tune in again next, next week at the same time for more technology news and a smattering of games too on the Click Technology Show. Have, you, have yourselves a lovely afternoon guys. I'm Hilary Johnson. Take care.